What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Joe. Today we have the amazing rock star shaman, Allison Charles on. You have to listen. Joe gets a healing. Coming to you from the top of the stand-up New York Comedy Club, this is a Stand-Up Labs production. Powered by ComedyVoices.com. Find your voice. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy, everybody. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm Joe Sanagato. Today we have a very special, interesting guest. <laughs> we have TV host and rock star shaman here, Allison Charles. Oh, let me just rattle my way right into the show. <laughs> just so everyone has a visual, there's a bunch of uh, what I thought were musical instruments on the table. He's like picking them up and I'm rattling. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I normally don't let anyone touch my healing instruments. Yeah. I know, Joe just went right for it. There's like a, a feather... There's a, a book, I think that is. There's a stack of cards. Uh, or A.K. Oracle, Oracle cards, if you would like a reading from the Angels and Fairies. Yes, oh. he, I want you to give him one. So hold on, real quick. This is what I was <laughs> wanting to say before. I was like, I'll save it for the podcast. So you tweeted the other day, like, I'm going to be on Invasion of Privacy with Kate and Joe. And I so hadn't I, told Joe at all. Yeah, she, <laughs> hasn't, so she hasn't funny. told me. So I was like, oh, I, I, I looked because I wasn't sure... If it was someone else that I was thinking of, someone who we had on the show, so I, was, I went to the page and then I just look at the media, so I get to try and see like a picture, and I see a video. Oh gosh! Of you and like someone sit like sitting down. I think they have their eyes closed, and you're just like shaking things around them, and I'm just like, what is it? All? I was like, oh god, it's gonna get so interesting. That's yeah. That was actually for and New Year's Day was my birthday, but clearly I'll happy birthday. Well, thank happy you. Birth- it was obviously something else as well. New Year's and uh, I co-hosted this party, and that's the video that you saw. Yeah, it was a merging of like hip hop music and popping bottles, and I was doing healing sessions all night. So we just wow. made it all happen. Wow, it was that's pretty, a lot going on. But man. it totally flowed and worked. Like it was a nonstop line of people wanting because they want to. Who doesn't want to enter into the new year kind of feeling cleansed? and like ready to like boom rocket Uh ship up meanwhile most people are out there getting drunk wasted well there was that too i was definitely (laughs) rattling and cleansing auras of drunken really uh, attendees but yeah it totally worked like sean paul was playing when i was doing some healing yeah i love that that's so funny this new year so i performed i'm a stand-up comedian yeah and i had three shows but i made sure to leave at 11.45 before the ball dropped, I wanted to be out of the city before traffic. Ah. And everyone was like freaking out, like, you're going to miss the ball drop. We want to count down with you. And I kept saying to everyone, I'm like, 
I'm 34, divorced, and I'm a single mom. I've seen a lot of balls drop. <laughs> I am going home. I'm going to be alone in my car for this New Year's. And it was great. It was actually really healing being by mm. myself. I didn't even see the TV. I just heard everyone counting. So I started counting and said, Happy New Year. <laughs> I was too drunk to even. <laughs> Where were you? Just at, like, I was house? just at one of my friends' house. Last year, we had a party, and it was a disaster. Like I went on Airbnb and like rented out this space. Because I was like, let me try this out. So I went there and I talked to the guy. He was a really nice guy. And they didn't have a TV. So one of my friends brought a TV there. <laughs> and like we had a party, but like we fucked the place up. Oh, like, did you have to pay? Yeah, I, I gave Ooh. the guy like $350 after the fact of whatever it cost to rent it. Right. So I was kind of, I was like, I'm just don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> like here, you can have your money. Was he happy with that amount? Yeah, he kind of gave, he, at first I like negotiated with him. He was like 500. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not giving you $500. So then I got it down to 350, but I was like, all right, fuck it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dangerous to rent a place for yeah. a big New Year's party. It was party. a lot yeah. of fun and like a, a, a lot of people showed up, but just like, it was like only people that I really knew. It was like 40 people and it was a ton of fun, but I was like, I'm not doing that shit this year. Well, the other thing I noticed, too, when you have a house party, your guards weigh down more. So I feel like the intoxication level and, like, the party animalness comes out ways. You're raging way harder because you're at a house, and it feels more, you know what I'm saying? You're, yeah. you're in your comfort zone. Yeah. So I feel like more destruction is liable to happen. And I was, like, really, because I got there early because I had to set things up and move things out of the way. And I just was drinking the whole time because I was like, oh, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> By the time, like, I remember the ball dropped, and then uh, I smoked a cigar, which I barely do, have, like, five in my entire life, and then I couldn't move my feet, and I just, like, <laughs> left, I left, I was out of there, I was in my girlfriend's apartment in the city by 12.45, I was asleep. That was this year? No, that was last oh, year. Oh, that was the This year, year. It, was, it was a fun New Year's, we were at my friend's house, we had uh, a party, he does one every year, and then uh, just went home, and actually, when I went home, my... The whole family was up, and my sister's boyfriend was there. So we were like, ah, oh, let's just say we put like a. My brother bought me this speaker, so we were just like blasting Billy Joel and like dancing in the living oh, room. Oh, I love that's dancing. Fun. I do too. Was there a lot of dancing then at the party? Totally. Or? And it just, it was so magical. Um, Because I co hosted with Chef Daphne Chang and like some, I know Daphne. Oh, you do? Isn't yeah, she vegan. Yes. Yes. Because yes. yeah. I'm well, <laughs> vegan. <laughs> but all be- vegans I'm vegetarian, vegan ish. <laughs> and I used to be really in the vegan community yeah, here. Yeah. And Daphne's like a big, she's a big vegan cook. Very we know well Daphne. Known. Yeah. Yeah. She's She's a sweetheart. Hi, yeah. Daphne. What's up? <laughs> yeah. And so it was this total merging. She was like, so what exactly when she asked me to be a part of it and collaborate for the event? She's like, what exactly do you think you'll be doing? And I was like, well, my guides usually tell me what to do and I can't tell them when to tell me. So I was like, I could be one of these few things. But I had a feeling that what I was supposed to do that night, healing wise and shaman wise, was going to reveal itself like after I walked into the door. And that's exactly what happened because I also do like performance and conduct in energy to songs. But it ended up being just a continuous flow, one person after another, one drunk person after another, taking a dancing break to sit down and have me like use the Palo Santo, cleanse their aura, and then rattle them. That's I love what that. Happened. So yeah, and it, t- it just totally worked. I want to keep doing parties like that. Because it was still a raging party, but it also just had a shaman. It was like a section where, yeah. Yeah, yeah a rattling section. I, when I yeah. saw you promoting it, if I hadn't had shows, I really would have been tempted to go to that. Yeah, well, I, I think we're going to do more magical merging like this. Okay. Next one. Good. That yeah, like absolutely. Would you come? Yeah, I was just Would you come, Joe? You. Or? Would I come to a party? And I then would get... die. I would love that. Come on. Let's just, <sighs> let's commit to it. It's 2016. Let's do it, Joe. 
Just ch- why don't you just check it out? I haven't even said no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to convince <laughs> them. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just trying to picture myself like drunk and like start doing that thing. I'd be like, what the fuck? We'll is be. Going we'll on? have to make sure we have someone recording it as well. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. Well, he has such good equipment; he could record the whole thing. But you'd be drunk, so. <laughs> Yeah, can't record it. This is so funny. Have, so, you, have you never had healing work? Sorry, no, I, never anything. I don't even know what's involved, really. Well, it, it all takes on a life of its own, and each shaman and each healer does their own kind of thing and own kind of guidance. I mean, my work is a lot of. Do you know what the chakras are? Do you know your magical energetic? <sighs> tell them. I want you to just go I and tell. I don't yeah. like zero percent of what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how to scale it down. I don't even know how to bring it. I. I, uh, What? Okay. What are you healing? I am healing your your truth. I'm I'm healing your energetic being and your light grid because you are a light being, and there are grids and things happening inside of you that can lie dormant. And so when I do the energy work and I get those energy rivers flowing again. You get back in touch with who you really are. You can hear your intuition a lot clearer. I do a lot of work with the third eye. Um, and is that what that is? Yeah, that's where the dot is. That's okay. a, it's a bindi on my forehead. <laughs> this is good because this is good practice for me to talk to someone that doesn't know any of it. Because my tribe, yeah. my normal 24 conversations are like talking about what downloads you recently received um, and all this spiritual alien talk. So uh-huh. it's good. It, it's kind of hurting my brain. It's good practice for me to be like, okay. The root chakra yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I would. So, love- what you, so I'm sorry to cut you off, no. but uh, what you're basically doing is um, getting me more in touch with myself. Yes, yeah. yes, because everyone has these abilities within them. I mean, I think that some people are sent down. Like I was clearly beamed down here to do a lot of chakra based work and to do my spiritual and consciousness work through media. Because before I knew consciously I was a shaman, I was like a hip hop morning show host. I mean, I was definitely not always awake. I mean, I definitely, you know, yeah, I was an athlete at Alabama and whatnot and had a serious like wellness upbringing. My family owned gyms, but I wasn't always an awakened being. I mean, I used to party a lot. And I mean, hip hop morning show host. I mean, I, <laughs> we were like breaking stuff every morning. And like, and so it's, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a recent thing to merge my shamanism. I, I used to be on the other side of the table, but now I'm ge- being interviewed as a shaman. So it's like a shifter for me as well. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, this is the real path, like bringing them both together now. But I didn't always know I was a shaman. So perhaps there's something lying dormant within you, Joe. I keep saying that to him. I gave him a reading because I do tarot. And I feel that. I don't know how, you know, soon it is. He's young. He's 23. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Dang. But I do feel a potential, you know, awakening. Yeah. (laughs) I hate to say it like freak him out, but I do feel that. (laughs) That's so interesting. But the other really wildly interesting thing about this, because I know you know all this too, is that like... Uh, you have to be really courageous and ready to awaken because it's not, it can be really gnarly. It's like a really terrifying path, um, to be this and to speak this because I know to a large 
population, large percentage of the population, I sound completely nuts. And I know that. And that's not really fun to know that a lot of people that are listening to you think that you sound kind of crazy. But I know it's my truth and I know it's the truth and I know I'm a spiritual being and I know I hail from a starseed family. And I also know what this sounds like. And to continuously be evolving and like learning these things about yourself, it's gritty and scary. So if you want to awaken, you have to be kind of ready and want to. And I think on top of all that, what I've found um, is just the emotional work that comes with it is Mm. like I've had to face and feel so much pain. Mm. And I don't think it's all quote unquote mine. Like I think there's a lot of collective pain that I can feel and it sometimes knocks me on my ass. Oh yeah. So that's something else you take on when you decide to, I don't know if you ever decide to take this path or if you just wake up, I don't know if it's predetermined, but that's also, I think, part of not just, a lot of people think I sound crazy, um, but it's also (laughs) just how much I've had to feel and heal. Yeah. There's a quote that says, um, no one tells you the amount of mourning that goes into growth. And because every time you let yourself ascend up another level and rise up and like shed another old pattern, shed another another ancestral thing from, you know, a past life thing. You know, I know, oh God, I'm about to drop something that's going to make me. No, please go, go. So I know, I've never said this really to anybody, Lord. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, this is huge. See, right now I want to throw up. Like, this is part of being a shaman is I'm about to say something that's very vulnerable and I know how it's going to come across. But I know in a former life, I've killed someone before. (laughs) And so, and, um, and so, you know, it's those kinds of things that come up. But like, part of the process in this lifetime of really coming into my full whole divine power is recognizing those things and then being able to release those things so they're not a part of your being anymore so that you can be in your whole thing for this lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and each time that you say to your soul and to divine, I'm ready to rise up, I'm ready to evolve again, you best buckle the seatbelt because like something's going to show itself that like feels like your insides are getting ripped out. Yeah. It's freaking scary. So. I'm right there right now. He's just sitting over there. No, like, what? I'm, just, I'm a what's the, I'm a visual thinker. Or was that, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I so am like too. whenever I, I get information like this, like I've had talks with Kate and uh, she brings on people who are into spiritual things all the time, and I'm just like taking it all in and trying to understand it. But I am open to it, and I don't think that it's like bullshit. And I think that it's good that you understand that you will sound crazy to a bunch of people. Yeah. Mainly because. And it's not, it's, it grounds it's, her more it's by, almost, by acknowledging that it, it grounds you. It gives totally. you more validation yeah. in a sense. Cause you're like, I know what I, what I seem like, but, but I also know it's my truth and it's the truth. Yeah. It's, it's, it also makes it easier for you to relate to those people and try to teach them, you know, something because you, you understand why it, it could sound crazy to someone. Cause they have no idea what you're talking about. Like I have 0% knowledge on whatever it is that you do so it's like but i'm not a closed-minded person or narrow-minded wherever it is 
and but uh so i'm open to hearing about it yeah but there's a lot of people who you say i'm a star seed or whatever <laughs> and, and they like, go all right fuck this <laughs> and they uh, check out instantly yeah exactly no i totally know i get it you know my sister even i went i'm from indiana so over the holidays i went to visit the fam for a little bit my sister was even saying um you know i, I two of her friends who have known me since like birth they're like man so, Al, sometimes with some of allison's posts it makes me feel so stupid because I just don't think I'm operating on the same plane as her or something. And that those nuggets are like a little hard to hear, but I need to hear those things because I have to figure out a way to relate the message and like tailor it. I have to be authentic and in my full power, but I also need to hear those real bits of information so that I know how to express this stuff, yeah. you know, because it's such common talk to me to talk this way, you know. Well, I love, I love that you're going to be, because we have this whole hour for you to get into all of this okay. stuff. And I love, because a lot of our listeners um, have really awakened and gotten into spirituality through our podcast, mm -hmm. but they are always asking me like, okay, where can I go to get to the next level? And I can recommend them books, but Hopefully they'll come to you. That would be great yeah. if they can check you out because you have sessions that you can have with people. And so for our listeners that do want to take it to that next level, I feel like you would be great for a lot of them. Yeah, I work with all sorts of people. Um, I have events all the time. And each event, I mean, yes, they're all of consciousness in some way, but they're all a little different. Um, like one that I'm planning to do in January is all about, um, I haven't figured the right exact wording of it, but it's about um, opening heart and opening your own spiritual abilities. And I want it to be like a tribal circle gathering where I show when I'm working with the rattle and I'm judging Joe's aura in a second, hopefully. I am going. What was that verb? That... The judging. Oh, boy. <laughs> And I want to be able to explain to people my methods, what I'm seeing, how I'm doing it, and then maybe have them try it out. Um, taking a crystal, I charge things energetically. So a lot of times I charge crystals. I can charge anything with a certain intention or energy. I want it to be like a sharing circle where people can learn how to develop their own spiritual abilities and just have heart center open and just be like a fully flourishing, um, you know, creature here. But I also do, yeah, one-on-one -on -one sessions out of a salt cave, which is really fun. Wow. There's a salt cave in Manhattan. So, you know, now I didn't really? know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Himalayan salt cave. They, they kick in detoxifying salt air. So to have a healing session done in there is just really amplifies everything. How much are your sessions or do they range? Uh, they range. <laughs> <laughs> Was that like too personal to ask on there? No, no, no. I've just never said it publicly. I don't really have like a rate sheet on my website. Usually people just contact me and I say it. Should I say it? I don't know how I feel about it. Let me think about that. Think about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But I it's... was thinking about it just for me. I was like, how much are you? Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to a salt cave and heal. Yeah. It's so great because, yeah, I have the whole salt cave just to ourselves, obviously. Um, it's a healing session. And so, yeah, you lay in salt and you breathe in the salt there and we got the whole thing going on. Yeah. I have a pretty cool system going. Why so salt? Awesome. Uh, yeah, Himalayan salt's just really healthy for you. It's negative ions, and obviously being in New York City, oh, my God, we're just filled <laughs> with the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, and it's also just really good for respiratory and skin. It's Himalayan pink salt. You know, it's the same stuff that you would put on your food, but yet you're, like, laying in it and eating it and drinking or breathing it in. <laughs> Do you ever see those Himalayan salt lamps? They you might glow. have seen them in restaurants and things like that. I think my girlfriend just got... Oh, no, her brother just got uh, her mom's boyfriend one of those lamps. Wow. And it's okay. like orange. Yes. Yeah, it's like a lamp. It's an actual, like, lamp. 
Yeah. This is good that the the thing is creeping more and more into his, into I know. his existence. And he can also say, I'm like glowing with you here. I'm just so giddy. I'm like, hey. right. I'm gonna wake up I one day like there's I'm gonna be like a, a tribe of people around my bed. I'm like, what the fuck? Or you're gonna start like during your dreams, you're gonna start like astral voyaging and like you're gonna start to have experiences where you're like, I think that's what they were talking about. What's going on here? <laughs> hmm. Have you ever meditated or you know? no? Hmm. Well, like I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know the definition of that. Just I feel like, like maybe I have some like indirectly. Yeah, I bet. I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. Because yeah, you can. I, I find when I'm dancing, it's for me a form of meditation. So sure. I'm sure you have some activities that are meditating yeah, for well, you, but you've never like. Close your eyes. I never like purpose. Like it's hard to say, but like the only thing I can really think of is there was times when I was younger, like growing up, and if I was in a bad mood, or even if I was in a really good mood, I've said this before on the podcast, I think, where I would just get in my car and just drive. Yeah. Like yeah, and just like without my phone, maybe uh, music playing, but like the music that I play doesn't have words. Sounds like meditation. I'm talking about. (laughs) But but yeah, and I just kind of like try to. It's kind of just I I value my time alone. Like I was having this conversation the other day. Like there, I like being around people. And like honestly, I can't even picture not living with someone. Like if I like by myself, I can't even picture that. But I do like being alone sometimes, so that I could figure everything out. Yeah, because that's when those insights and those light bulb moments come on for you, right? You get some more clarity. Right. I mean, that's that is meditation. I always feel like when I'm if I'm with someone, it's there's a interference sort of if I'm trying to do my own thing because mm. I'm worried about what's going on with that person or just kind of I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's weird. AKA yeah. he can't channel properly. Exactly. <laughs> Would you explain channeling what that even means or Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, this is good. Cuz Getting... I listen up. Do you know Bashar by any chance? Ah, uh, yes. So, I don't think I've ever maybe I brought up Bashar, but Bashar is one of my favorite alien channels. And what he does is he channels. It's actually his, it's him still. It's like his higher self, but it's in another form. Dimension, yeah. Yeah, it's another dimension cuz times relative whatever but um so he's channeling himself as an alien on another planet so that's a channeling but i'll let you get into what channeling and i know that sounds crazy once again to most people but yeah yeah as he's over there yawning he's like <laughs> channel schmannel uh, no his not. body's shutting down <laughs> yeah. too much I was, I was up early that's the only thing that's <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, but yeah, I mean, it really can be as simple as, um, I mean, sometimes the downloads and the channeling of the information comes to me when I'm not seeking it. You know, I just get kerplunked a very, and like you were saying, you're very visual and you see things Mm -hmm. like with pictures and I'm a storyteller and the way divine provides me with information is very specific concrete picture base like I can see exactly what I need to do next and so like that's a form of channeling and then another form is when I set specific time aside and I am asking for guidance and really getting like clear communication and a lot of times I channel for other people I don't necessarily always channel for myself but then that's where it gets really wild I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and rattle I'm gonna rattle, rattle you just... can I like get up and go rattle <laughs> you can rattle I would love nothing more I... so would I Okay, then for you to screw this, Joe. he's yawned one too many no, times. No, I can't help it. I, I was up early. Okay. It's got nothing to do with this. I'm very interested. Essentially, while you're rattling yeah. Joe, but here, I want them to kind of hear the rattle. Okay, so. Ready? Well, I'm not going to be on the mic. <laughs> Should I be doing anything? Actually, I want to, I know that you can't 
Well, uh, can I share your mic for the second? I'm just going to light some Palo Santo for him. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let the record show. It kind of looks like. And I want to say, Joe, you're such a good sport because I know that this isn't necessarily your world, but you are so open-minded. I so really, I appreciate And I'm really interested. I, like, I really yeah. am. I know I've yawned twice, but I'm just tired. No, I know. But, but channeling, essentially, the human body is actually designed to receive information. We're constantly projecting because we don't like silence. We don't like sitting with silence. So we're projecting. And Allison, in a sense, is kind of saying, if you can open up, you're receiving lots of information from the divine. Right? Did I say that right, Allison? Or? Yeah. Oh, is this mic on yet? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Shaman on the prowl. Um, yeah, no, you're totally right. And the smell that you're wafting in right mm -hmm. now, Joe, this is Palo Santo, and it's like, it, can you get a little okay. whiff of that? And this is sacred wood from the Amazon. And wow. so it's just like, it's just, I feel, I can like see and feel and smell the integration that is in these sticks of Palo Santo. It's such, it holds within it such ancient knowledge and just the power of it. And so I love, um, it easily dissipates and dissolves and disintegrates any negativity, any lower realm energy that's not serving your highest, greatest good just from the essence of this wood. Like, this is from the Amazon jungle. So to, if you want to hold the sacred, holy Amazonian I'm holding wood. sacred wood right now. <laughs> <See>? Total <laughs> sacred wood in his hand. And he's, yes, admiring it. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to make such a corny joke. I did, too. I, I know. I was thinking I was like, thing. Kate, come on. What, you're making a penis like, joke? Yeah, yeah. The ancient wood? The yeah. sacred. <laughs> the, the sacred ancient, ancient wood. wood. Sounds like an old dude's dick, right? True. Ancient wood. Yeah. This smells good. Yeah, it's really Can I lovely. Smell it? Yeah. yeah, and then and light it. It's uh, you kind of have to light it for a, a, a okay. extended amount of time versus like sage. But when I cleanse and clear someone's energy, or when I go into someone's home, because I do energetic clearings of like homes and businesses, okay. I also use either white sage or these Palo Santo sticks, and it just instantly like I can see and feel the old stagnated energy just like vanish and go away really and then i get up in there with the rattles <laughs> okay so yeah if i could well can you shift towards me yes okay. okay should i be doing anything um, this is joe's first just taking it in. no just take it in and okay I, and i know you can't hear me very well but i'm just gonna do my thing so yeah do your thing um unless yeah if we could Maybe. Joe, you don't even know how lucky you are that you're getting such an awesome healing. I know, this is great. This is so cool. Thank you, sir. So right now, I like to start with the aura first and just like, yeah, he's getting into it. Okay, good. So yeah, just let me do my thing. And I'm just honestly, and all the work I do, I only work with highest of high unconditional love and light realms, like highest of high divine assistance energy. Um, so it's always coming from that source. So I always just tell my clients and people at events, like, just trust in the process because I only operate from that flow and that space. And I always say, like, before I came here, before I go anywhere, I just say, like, be with me, be harmonize me with Joe and, you know, harmonize me with everyone that I'm, I'm coming into contact with so that it's all coming from highest of high source. And so I'm just releasing from you anything that is of the old, anything that your soul and your being doesn't need to hold on to any longer, anything that's just time to go so that you can operate and flourish and feel as your highest aligned self. I just want to get into this for a second. Okay. So this is pretty awesome. And I love that, that Joe's so into it. And 
I also just want to do a quick zhuzhing of the chakras. I just like, if that's okay with you. I don't know what that means, okay. but go ahead. I'm not, I don't even have to touch you, but I just want to start from the root and just like do a quick, just like release and then open the floodgate back up from root because the Kundalini energy river that is holds within it your truth and that connects all of the chakras running up the center of your being from the very root, the base of your spine up to the crown of your head. And there's more that extend beyond that too, but it's going to help align you with your greatest self. So I just want to line the energy up. And, you know, there's energetic imprints on each chakra, whether it's from childhood, past lives, your sacral chakra has got a lot going on in it. But there's there's little imprints, um, smudges that can get held within the chakras. If there's energy that's stuck and stagnated down in your lower chakras, your energy is stuck down here. Mm -hmm. And so your river isn't flowing up. You're not hearing what your heart wants to tell you. You're not hearing what your own intuition wants to tell you. If everything is stuck down there, it's like the floodgates aren't open, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so you aren't, you aren't fully tapped into. I mean, imagine you're already like you know, this, this powerful guy, you're only 23, you've got this whole thing going on. And like, you might only be operating with like, a 10th of your, of your divine power. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to open it up some more for you. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Any success I have from here on out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she gets 10% of the profits that so you what, make. What exactly is a chakra? There are, there are energy disks, and each one kind of correlates to a different facet of our being. Um, a lot of people um, that suffer from addiction issues, it's because, um, I'm not saying it's solely attributed to this, but a lot of the reason can be because they're, they're stuck in a, in a childhood trauma or wounding down in like the root or the sacral chakra. Um, so it's really powerful stuff. Like solar plexus chakra, our yellow one right here at the top of our abdomen, it's all about our authentic highest of high divine power, like letting your light beam shine, like no more hiding, no more like stopping your joy so that you don't make someone feel uncomfortable because that's what happens a lot of times, especially is like when we're children, we're our true selves. And then as we grow, up, you know, when you are feeling your full effervescent self, because I'm very enthusiastic, I would start to notice people around me like, look at me weird because I was so joyful. And then I would start to dim my joy and dim my light so that it would comfort others. But once I've been on this path, I'm like, forget that. Like, I'm here <laughs> to beam. Like, I'm not going to like make my smile a little softer or like, you know, soften down my laugh just so that you feel a little bit okay. Like, no yeah. more of that. Eh, no. And then your third eye, I want to get up in your third eye. Your third eye is all about your communication and being able to hear your higher self. It's massively, like I always tell people, this is the greatest best friend relationship that you can ever develop because it's your own higher self that wants to communicate with you. But it can sense, you know, your own third eye, it can tell if you're not ready to hear truth. I mean, and so it's obviously not going to clearly talk to you or speak loud to you if it can feel your nervousness around hearing what it has to say. So the more you can kind of say to your own third eye, like, I'm ready to be on the path of truth, even if it's something that may not be what I want if you want to talk to me a little bit louder and clearer, I'm ready to hear you. You have to kind of talk to your own third eye. So 
Do you want to say right now, um, Joe, to your own third eye, I'm, I'm ready to hear you more. I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to work with you more, third eye. Mm-hmm. Go say ahead. it. Yeah. I'm ready to work with you, my third eye. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's getting happier. <laughs> that was almost like sex talk. I'm like, say it. Say it, Joe. <laughs> All right. Talk nice. to that third yeah. eye. And then I'm just connecting this little um, energy portal from third eye to the pineal gland because that's like the micro computer chip that like helps it really flourish. So I'm just opening up that pathway. Um, and then there's things that can calcify um, the pineal gland, fluoride and, and things like that. So just like making that uh, pineal gland a little bit more supple and juicy and healthy. And then I'm almost done. I just want to work it up. I just don't want to stop without being complete. And I'm just going on to your... Or, like no, right honestly, the joy that I'm feeling right now, I can't even explain it. Oh, good. I'm being serious. Okay, like, good. I didn't know if I was taking too much time, but no, I, I can't... I, I am so happy that this is happening right now. Okay, good. And then as <laughs> I've opened up your crown chakra, if you feel okay and comfortable with it, um, just go ahead and allow and let yourself see, since you're so visual... Let yourself see this highest of high, 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 beautiful, glowing, glowing, white, pure, divine light. Just start to pour in like a gorgeous glowing light beam into the top of your head and just like start to take in this beautiful, powerful, glowing, divine energy and just let it pour in through your crown and just feel it. Just let it come in and move through you. It's only going to purify and do what it needs to do for your soul's highest good. So just trust it and just let it access you. And just let this glowing white light just fill you and purify your cells, run through your face, run through your neck and shoulders, and just keep letting it move its way down through your spine and back. And just let it cleanse and clear, releasing anything of the old. Just moving through seeing the glowing, seeing the divinity, seeing some gold sparkles starting to move through, through your waist, through your arms and hands, legs, through your feet, all the way through your toes. And then if you could for a second, I just was kind of told, if you could turn your hands over so you can see your palms and just see some glowing, see a glowing circle right, right in the center of each palm and just kind of visualize the hand chakra is coming alive and glowing with light and access that and let that come alive too. So can you see the glowing yourself? Yeah, I can see stuff. Like I, um, one of my big things is I'm an energy conductor and I can really work in, I can pull in from up above. I can pull in from divine because they're, it's sitting there ready for me to do it. But I've just have been gritted with the ability to zhuzh it, to keep saying that word, but like to bring it in, to bring it in. Yeah. To conduct it in. So I can see, I can see how bright the light is glowing and beaming. I can see when the divine sparkles to come, start to come in. I can see in each chakra, I can see um, if the color is muted. I can see how long I have to work at it before it's bright and vibrant. I can see the old energetic um, stagnated imprints that I, that I have to release. And that's where the rattle comes in. I have different rattles. Like one is a lot harder and stronger for those like really old nuggets and it makes a harder sound. And that's when I have to really get in there and like wow. get, you know, I, I call it like chakra surgery. <laughs> so anyways, um, if it, uh, 
Okay, I know that we're on air, but like I just feel like I need to get your back really quick. Okay, all right, all right. No, I mean, you can keep going. I'll just talk over it just so <sighs> the audience... Um, I just wish... I, I know I, today I wish it was being filmed because I wish people could see Joe getting his his healing. But And I also know that... You know, I know this might sound crazy to a lot of people who aren't into this, but I do think everything is energy. I want to say almost I know everything's energy. So if you think about it, sound has an energetic it's energy. It has a vibration. So mm -hmm. you're really just working with vibration. Totally. So for people that think it sounds crazy, it's really not if you think about it. I know. And, and that's the tough thing, you know, with the spiritual work. It's like and I get like a lot of logical, rational people that um, only feel comfortable believing what they can what they can see, what they can touch. I get it. Now, to me, it's a lot more tangible because I can see the energy I'm pulling <laughs> in. But I, I totally understand that people think that this is pretty hogwash until they have an awakening moment. Exactly. And so what woke you up? How are you so on this path? Um, well, I used to be a total atheist, was not, Ooh. yeah, I, I was not into it at all. And then there were a bunch of things, but one was when my son was born, he was born just, talk about a star seed. And a star seed, as uh, the way I define it, is someone who's kind of come in from another dimension, a higher dimension, to help raise the awareness of the collective here on Earth. Mm -hmm. um, but no, so, so my son comes in, and he just starts saying crazy things like, I came down here to wake you up. We're all energy. We keep going. Whoa. He's just this little bright being um, that actually keeps me very grounded and sane. So it was him. And then I did shrooms one day and that knocked me <laughs> awake. <laughs> was, I talked about that recently. It was I didn't know what it was going to do. So that was a crazy experience. And then I got into a car accident about three and a half years ago. And after mm. that, I started seeing this purple energy following me mm. everywhere. And then I met Tim and uh, then it took a whole other alien route Tim, yeah <laughs> yeah he was I the agree. first one that went on this uh podcast that joe was like what the hell is going on yeah i know <laughs> it's just an infinite evolution of all this stuff um I feel I feel good about what we were able to do in this kind of setting. There was definitely like some releasing of some old stuff. Um, I feel as if the new thing that wanted to get gridded in moved in. It shifted in. Um, so I'm going to leave you be with this. Thank you for being open and letting me work on you, even though you really weren't sure what I was doing. Um, <laughs> But I feel it. This is going to be very interesting. I am so excited. I really hope I get a text from Joe in a couple of days like, yo, I had this dream. <laughs> and this being came and talked to me. Like, what the hell, Kate? I really, I really am hoping. Hey, it's time to visit ComedyVoices.com. Powered by digital media. Find your voice. Led by Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy, you'll get your fill of cutting-edge laughs to get you through the daily grind. Subscribe to your favorite show now on ComedyVoices.com, a digital media production. Digital media production. Well, that's the interesting thing, too, is like people, when they come to me, I say, look, you know, I, I, I can see what I'm doing. I can see things that are taking place, but I can't tell you how that's going to show for you in your life. You know, um, sometimes the next day I have a client text and they're like, oh, my God, my life has already done a 180. Sometimes it's a few months down the road where they're like, oh, I see now the work that you did. Now it's showing in this way. Um, but when when it's soul level work. It, sometimes it's very slow integrating and so slow moving because it knows what you're able to to mm. handle, you know. Um, so we'll we'll just have to see. Her. How do you feel? 
cleansed. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you can be honest. Like, sometimes people that are No, very... that's why I didn't talk. I didn't, like, move. I just wanted to be in it. If I was going to do it, I wanted to, like, yeah. I didn't want to distract myself, turn around, and, like, be distracted. That's why I was just kind of trying to... Were you able to, f- to really feel anything, though? Uh, I feel like, yeah, it's hard not to. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's... If you're tr- if you're I feel like if you're trying to accept um energy you're always going to feel something so mm-hmm. I think I did so uh, we'll f- we'll find out I guess Okay cool Yeah cuz you know some people are very energy sensitive like I think you are you like an empath Is Yeah. That, okay yeah. yeah so you feel it mega and then there are some you know some people that uh don't feel a darn thing that I'm doing but sometimes during sessions the the client will ha- ask to take a break because whatever is shifted and then opened up they're like whoa I feel like I'm about to throw up or I feel like I'm about to cry and we have to take pauses because they're super energetically sensitive you know so each person's different Well I'm actually very sensitive to your energy in a good way it actually feels you do you feel like a conductor Uh you you know like a sun it's like vibrating off you and it's very it's making (laughs) I mean everyone knows I'm emotional it makes me emotional in a good way Mm. it's like it's like I don't meet a lot of people that are like-minded. I really am getting emotional. Oh, and it's good. like, it's so nice to be around you. Oh, my gosh. She's crying, no, guys. Thank you. Oh, no. But it's really nice. So that's why I was like geeky excited. because so I was like, oh, my gosh, you're such a lovely presence. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Now we're both going to be crying. Oh, God. <gasps> I can't help it. No, that's that is me like all day every day. I cry like before my events. I'm like the chances of me crying before this event is done are really high. So just stick with me. I mean, it's just because you are, you let yourself feel. You're a I feel fe- very deeply. Yeah, and you and you are you're a special person, and you have such a good heart, and I can feel it. And it's not. It's just like. It's just nice when you meet someone like that ah. and you, you vibrate at such a high place. Ah. And I'm just like, oh, what a lovely soul to meet. So it was very... Thank you. <laughs> I like... was trying not to cry. I was like, don't be... Because I was geeking out. I was watching this and I was like, my heart's like bursting. <laughs> yeah. So No, thank you. That is... This is one of the most meaningful moments for me, um, you know, because I... I, I I do feel like I'm a really good, honest person, but to have someone like yourself tap into it on a deep level and to express it, it doesn't get any more meaningful to me. So thank you for sharing. You're that. welcome. Like, and I, I mean it. Like I don't. Yeah, I can feel people and their crying. energy. I can tell you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So you are. You're a lovely person, oh. and it's. I'm. I'm very. I know it's weird to say proud, but I'm proud of you for all the work you do, and oh. the world needs it. So. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. It has been, it's been really not easy. I mean, I've had to, I texted a friend, you know, not too long ago and I said, you know, doing this stuff, it has taken eons beyond the courage level that I didn't, that I even knew was like possible to experience. I I didn't know that I would, it was possible to have to tap into this much courage just to freaking live on this planet. Like, the vulnerability and the angst and the yeah. blah and the growth in the, you know, because I used to be more mainstream media. I was, you know, an, a, a national live daytime talk show host for television. And like you kind of get I, it's not always like this, but you want to be portrayed and, and look a certain way so that mainstream accepts you and that your show is successful. And so for me to, I call it coming out of the spiritual closet, you know, television hosting and being on air is is still massively important to me. 
And I love it. I, I, you know, I don't love being on air shamanism more than what they both go together for, for me. And, and to come out of the spiritual closet not that long ago and to say I'm a shaman, it wasn't easy to yeah. do. Like it was very hard before I did. It sounds so cheesy, but it's the day and age we live on. But for Instagram, that was the first place uh, in publicly that I said that I was a shaman. And before I hit that, like, send you know display button to have it go live I was just like sweating and I'm like oh my god there's no turning back but I knew I had to do it and it's I've been so I haven't regretted a second of it but it's been really terrifying you know because your family has questions for you too you know they're like and I get it you know when I said on Tim's show actually you know we were having because we both are Pleiadians we're both like aliens from the same place and so we were joking about that and then you know my, my mom you know bless her heart of course I understand you know when I was home or in Indiana she was like so you said that you're a Martian do you really think that you're a Martian because I remember giving birth to you and it's like it's, it's that side of it that I forget sometimes you know and I'm like oh my gosh of course like of course my mom's going to be confused about me saying that I'm an alien because when I say I'm beamed down here, I don't mean that like I got beamed <laughs> from there and I just poof. Like I know that I, that she did give birth to me, but like it's those particles of this whole big conversation that you sometimes forget about. And it does really bring me talk about grounding you and bring you back down to earth. I was like, oh my gosh, here's my mom being like, I remember giving birth to you, do you really think you're a Martian who is beamed down? And you're like, I'm not crazy. That's not how I'm, I didn't think I'm beamed. I remember when I visited my brother right after my big, big awakening and having the alien conversation. And at first he was like, the way he said, he goes, Katie, um, you believe aliens are here? And the way he said it, there was so much judgment and I could hear him being like, my sister's nuts. And I was so like, Oh, and then he actually bought a book called Government Officials Go on the Record. Mm. And it's all these people who were working. I think we talked about this on your podcast. Uh, they work for the government, especially the Air Force. The alien contact they had were aliens shutting down um, the missiles. Yeah. Nuclear warheads. And of course, they're not releasing that information because what are they going to do? They're like, oh, aliens are here to actually help us evolve, but we don't want to because we have a lot of money invested in the old ways. Right. And we need to keep all of you asleep and sleepwalking. Exactly. Cheap. But after my brother read that, the next time I visited him, I had my alien book. I was hiding it. And his wife was like, no, he's into it now. And I was like, oh, it was such a breath of fresh air. So for me, the hardest part isn't anymore thinking people I'm people thinking I'm crazy. It's it's all this stuff that keeps coming up, these like deep, like I'll be like, oh, okay, I did it. I feel good now or mm-hmm. I'm beaming. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I have like, I'll have a repressed memory come up in a dream or something that just knocks me on my ass mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the pain of it, just that's the part that I'm still trying to yeah get through yeah i know i know and 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 wondering i have so many of of the tribe of us that you know constantly texting when is is this part of this ever gonna end and i think it's i don't know that like those spiritual fires and those things that you're talking about are ever gonna end i think it's just figuring out with each one how to manage it a little bit better and how to stay a little bit more calm and how to like just move with it and breathe with it and be with it a little bit better but it's very painful stuff they they call it the hero's journey i say it all the time they call it the hero's journey for a reason like 
it got to be a freaking hero of your own well, life. Well, I compare to him sometimes, which I know you're not supposed to compare to anyone else because everyone has their own distinct path and journey. But I think about because he's so centered mm-hmm. and he, you know, and I appreciate it because I try to use I try to have Joe's voice in my head when I'm getting very swept up in an emotion mm-hmm. because he has this ability to really not get swept up into any kind of drama that mm-hmm. comes. And maybe who knows, maybe if he has an awakening that won't <laughs> be the same anymore. Maybe you, I don't know. But um, but yeah, I, I compared to that. I'm like, why can't I just be more like emotionally centered or whatever? But I think this is part of my path is having to feel all of the emotions and crying on the podcast and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, because you bring your your thing. That's your medicine. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's part of your beauty and your gifts is being able to do that and being able to cry and being able to be real and be vulnerable. Like that's your Kate medicine, like that you're providing. It's a service, you know? Yeah. Because then people can feel that, that realness and that essence and opens them up a little bit more. The whole thing gets a lot more real that way, you know? Yeah, true. So what are you, what <laughs> are, are you thinking doing? over there? I I'm know. good. I'm just taking it all in. But what you were saying, I was thinking, I think it just takes like time and practice of knowing. I actually was talking about this the other day. I feel like, like I was saying how I enjoy my time alone, like when I need it. Um, growing up, whenever something bad would happen or whatever, there, I had, I have a bunch of great friends um, and a great family, but I always felt like I didn't have anyone to go to if to talk about these things. I was always the person who was talk, taking in everyone's stuff and kind of helping them. But I, I felt like I had no one to, to really go to. Not that I really needed it, I didn't feel like I need to talk to someone about this because I always just felt better doing it by myself, mm-hmm. like just dealing with things on my own. That's why now, that's why I think now uh, it's easy for me to balance those kind of things. Like I don't get too upset, don't get too happy. It's just kind of, you know, I mean, I get happy. That sounds so bad, but it's like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like I don't drink the kool-aid you don't have the extremes quite as much. yeah i know what you know how to maintain it i want to do that i don't want to like get too ahead of myself and then like you're right back to you know wherever the hell you were Mm -hmm. but i think that's that's why is because i was always dealing with it dealing with it when i was younger and by the time you know now i'm just like second nature almost yeah interesting yeah, that is. It's like uh, you're good with like surrender and being detached from like outcome and just being like the unaffected observer, which is like a huge key in life. Right. And oh this sounds God. bad, but I don't think I've ever ta- like necessarily taken a lot of people's advice because I always felt like uh, I, I, think that is I know better or whatever, which mm-hmm. is kind of arrogant. your own truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So I'm kind of just like, okay, that's why I, like, whenever I had something to deal with, I didn't want to ask someone because I didn't think they knew the answer. Right. Or like they would say something and I'm just like, that's not it. And I just felt like I knew that. Yeah. So that's why I never went to anyone. I always felt like I, I know what I have to do. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, that's actually a huge gift. I mean, yeah. yeah, not a lot of people are able to do that or even know that that's possible or get very dependent upon seeking guidance yeah. from other that's yeah. which that, is why he's so successful at 23 because he didn't listen to everyone like he went to college for how many months and then dropped out it's like eight minutes like eight that. minutes <laughs> you put no, like I your did, toe on campus and you're like eh. i did a semester <laughs> amazing yeah. and so you always knew that you wanted to do this or how did this no evolve? i didn't i it really was weird because like as i talk about it with you guys in the room it starts to feel like a 
whatever you want to call it. A divine it. thing? Yeah, I don't know the right uh, terminology, but yeah, because but I always felt like, like because I've always been like a good student, you know, whatever, but um, as I'm sitting in these classes, I'm just like, this isn't it. Like, it just didn't do nothing for me, you know what I mean? It didn't feel mm-hmm. like there was no... Uh, I wasn't looking towards the future, like, what am I going to do with this? Which I I always do. Like, I'm constantly thinking about that. And I just didn't feel like that there. And it just, like, was killing me. Huh. And, like, to the point where I would get in a car and drive to class and not go in and just stay, yeah. sit out there and just then go home. Yeah. <laughs> That's massive, 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 intense soul communication. You know what I mean? That's yeah. your own soul, your own internal grid being like, alert, meh, 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 you know? Yeah, and I good for him for know. listening because I think yeah. a lot of people, even though it's going alert, 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 they override it and push it down Absolutely. and then it can go into anxiety attacks, Ooh. even physical problems oh, so when much. people push that voice well, down. That's the, another thing too because my biggest thing is like, I think that you're only going to go as far as you, like, your your perception of yourself yes. is the most important thing. Oh, amen. Oh, well, let me get a rattle. <laughs> hey, hey, he's talking limiting self-beliefs and banishing and overriding and shifting and lifting. Amen. <laughs> so I think that your perception of yourself is what controls you. If you can't see yourself doing that, you don't do it. If, if you can't visualize it, then you can't really do that and me my whole life i could picture myself doing literally anything that's amazing like Mm. i like it doesn't even matter like just picture if i could picture it and i really want to do it like i'll do it like it doesn't matter but i think a lot of people don't have that they can't see they can't see themselves doing that so they just then you're not going to do it. You just push it to the side. Or they can maybe get a glimpse of that image, but then there's so much other ish, like, uh, you know, barriers from what they were told from a family member or their own self-worth isn't strong enough. And so they, unless they are committed to doing the work to releasing those things, then getting to that vision doesn't happen, you know? It feels like they're stuck almost in a prison or muck. Right, but you've, you've got this straight shot. You see the vision, you just like, you allow yourself to pee up and that's very rare yeah Yeah, well it it wasn't always like that like after i dropped out of college um because i just felt like this isn't my thing you know what i mean and then i was just like i know it's not the thing i'm not going so i just stopped going and you know god bless my parents they were just kind of like well you gotta figure it out you know what (laughs) i mean and i was trying to figure it out but uh, i don't i don't know if i just wasn't proactive enough with trying to figure it out but like for a year i didn't do a thing like literally i didn't have a job i had nothing like i was just existing like it was bad and during that time uh all my friends had started college they were going to college they were doing all this shit and then there was a time where i was like what if i'm wrong Mm -hmm. and like i was like i don't i don't know if like maybe i'm wrong and that was the right way and as soon as that happened as soon as i started thinking like that like complete shift in character and behavior and everything Mm. and i was like i had anxiety like i haven't had an anxiety attack in in god knows how long sometimes i could even feel it happening but it'll it'll go away and i won't have an anxiety attack Mm -hmm. but i was having anxiety attacks i like there was i remember there was a like a month where i'd like barely went out and like just felt just didn't Mm. enjoy anything and it wasn't until i started to be like you know what 
fuck this. I know what I have to do. And then I was just, it kind of just worked it itself back. out. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know really if weird. you remember, he's a big YouTube star now. Uh-huh. So he's, he's pretty famous. He's a big deal. <laughs> OMG, I just rattled up. Yeah. <laughs> he hates when I say that, yeah. but... Uh, You're the queen of compliments. It's crazy. But You're I mean, only to people that I really adore and yeah and because i do you know one of my gifts is for real and i just started calling a gift because i think i was embarrassed to like yeah own that but yeah one of my gifts is i can really feel into a person and you know because i am on the positive side of things Mm -hmm. i can really see their that those positive things that want to come out are already out and shining so uh, yeah and i can also feel into people's pain mm-hmm. um which some people like tim was joking he called he called me the superhero no one asked for oh. <laughs> like for some people because i'll accidentally if i'm hanging out with someone if i can sense pain i don't always even consciously do it mm-hmm. i'll start a conversation and somehow they're like i don't know why i'm telling you this i haven't told anyone you know th- that this happened when i was four yeah. but yeah. This awful thing happened, and some like for the most part, it's good. I have to get a little bit more of a handle on it because yeah. there have been times where someone's told me deep, dark things that I didn't even know how to handle, and mm. almost put me in danger. Mm. Totally, so, totally, totally. But yeah, so so that's why I only not that I only compliment the people I love, but it's always genuine. It's like I yeah. I can see it, and I want to like celebrate it for for them. And it's just I, I plus I talk a lot. <laughs> so those things combined creates yeah, I can't this. stop talking. <laughs> but how cool as a healer, though, because um, I'm still kind of stuck on uh, the fact that you were saying those dark things kind of showed and you were like, oh, how do I handle this now? Uh, but how cool because you're you're clearly a healer with he- healing abilities because um, that, that was part of your practice and mastery of your craft and your abilities is that stuff showing itself. Then you realize, oh, this is a possibility to happen, you know, because each thing then helps us tweak our own abilities so that we're of greater service yeah but some of some of those moments on the along the way it can be scary yeah i have to go to very dark places unfortunately Mm -hmm. and and there's like a lineage thing in my family of like really bad abuse that's happened Mm -hmm. and a lot of that accidentally got put on me or i say accidentally divinely Mm -hmm. but it's very hard to sometimes feel the pain that some of my parents some of my parents my parents. I try to, like, I try to keep it How vague. How many do you have? Well, she's lived a lot of lifetimes. <laughs> I'm trying to like not get too personal with right? it for yeah. their sake. It's one thing for me to share, you know. But um, right. but yeah. So I feel like I I it's sometimes it feels like a quote unquote curse. The stuff that I have to hold and mm-hmm. feel, but I know ultimately it's going to help me heal and help a lot of people who are really in the depths of deep depression, anxiety, have gone through different kinds of abuse. Yeah. Um, and addictions and hopefully because I've been there yeah. I'll be able to help because I wouldn't want a healer who's just like ah, put the drink down you know right. it's, it's it's literally like this um, these tentacles that are around you and choking you and it's really because you know I'm connected to my higher self and I know always the logical thing to do mm-hmm. but when you're wrapped up in pain and addiction mm-hmm. it's a whole other thing trying to figure your way out of that prison so mm-hmm. hopefully i'll be able to help other people mm-hmm. because i had to do it mm-hmm. yeah i'm feeling you i'm feeling it i'm feeling it I'm feeling but it's it. not yeah. fun <laughs> oh it's wild it talk about a trip like the addiction <laughs> stuff and denial mm-hmm. like <laughs> and my own lies that i had to look oh, at oh lord yeah. oh lord yes Oh my God. Yeah. The, the, oh, there's nothing more courageous than, you know, ha- having, being self realized. And being self realized is accepting yourself in whole, shadow and dark, and being 
telling your soul you're ready to see those blind spots and you're ready to see those shadow aspects about yourself because there's such shadow aspects and there's such blind spots and that you truly have zero awareness. Like you're in such denial. Like I know what denial is now because I lived it for years and I'm like, holy crap. They call it denial because like you're in such denial. You don't even know that you're denying it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) yeah. And there's so much shame often linked into it too. And it's like when I started looking at my dark monsters or whatever at first it was like no that can't be in me that can't live in me right um and yeah there's just still i'm working through shame and just being like no it's okay that i hold all these things the Um, good and the bad or whatever you know um, by the way, we're going to have to wrap it up. Do you want to pick oh. a fairy card for Joe soon oh, yes. before we go? And I got a channel. Do I have like a minute or what do I have? Oh, yeah. No, no. Don't okay. rush, but like five okay. minutes. Oh, okay. So let me just, this is my process. Um, now, I personally uh, go, my highest direct source is God and Jesus. So I'll just work through my process. I say, dear God and Jesus, please work with these angels and fairies and these cards. Um, please flow through me and these cards at these t- at this time. Um, Joe, do you want to ask a certain question or just a card for your highest greatest good in general? Uh, no question comes to mind. Okay, so um, just please provide me with the one or two cards that would be best for Joe to know at this exact moment, just to, to serve as highest greatest good. What would you like for Joe to know on this day? Dear God, Jesus, angels, and fairies, please show me at this time. Then I open the door, and then I just move through it for a second. So I got to do my thing here. Okay. Oh. You don't even know how lucky you are. I don't even know what's about to happen right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's one, and then I just, I feel like I want to pull two. So okay. I just got to keep, if you want to talk, I don't know. I, I well, I'm just excited. I feel like you're going to have a lot of our listeners reaching out to you, um, which is really cool. I'm excited that that they have someone to go to. Oh! two words at the top I believe (laughs) so good and it says believe in your abilities to accomplish great things move forward in the profound way needed for your future work and get a glimpse oh god it's just adding even more power to like what you already have that's self-possessed which is so beautiful I don't know if I've ever pulled this second card out of the deck. This is so gorgeous. It's Angel of the Secret Glade. Ooh, this is pretty. Visualize the color blue around you and know that you live in truth. I feel like both of these cards pertain to like the part of the conversation that, you know, you did kind of perk up in and you were talking about how you just innately are in touch with like your own intuition, the, I believe, and then know that you live in your truth. Um, I feel like they're both just confirming like everything that you said. They're really go Joe. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh. It was love. I would love to have you on again. I mean, well, he's like, we'll talk about that later. No, yeah. But yeah, I would, I would love to come back and thanks for, um, yeah, it's all of this is part of the whole thing, right? You know, just having these conversations, um, you know, yeah, it was scary for me to say those things about the past lives and to like the Martian talk again. But gosh, you know, I just I, I got to do it. And it's it's truth. So even though it sounds crazy because it's truth, you know, it, that's a funny thing. It sounds crazy at first. But when you really work through it, especially with the aliens thing, it's like I always say the things that live under the water are aliens to us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's alien just means something that's foreign to us, something we're not aware of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people are all freaked out. But, you know, there was a time when people thought the earth was flat. 
And then boom, it's like, you know, well, first of all, Dave on Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole is now trying to prove it is flat, but whatever, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but like, what I'm saying is you're so certain of something mm-hmm. until you're proven otherwise. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah. people just have to... They have to open up, but of course, then you become vulnerable, and that's what's really – that's why people are really closed-minded is opening up means becoming vulnerable, right. and that's scary to most people. Totally, totally. Yeah, I didn't know that the astral realms existed and that I could talk to my Black Panther, uh, you know, when I did a shamanic journey, but that stuff is all very real. <laughs> so. And pretty awesome. Yeah. So where can people find you? Uh, the best way is just probably my website. It's alisoncharles.com. It's A-L-Y-S-O-N, charles.com. Um, there's a – a page where they can contact me and an email there. So, or you can find me on Instagram, Rockstar Shaman on Instagram. Just hit me up on social media or the website. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Of course. Thank you for my uh, healing. You're so welcome. And that, uh, what is it? Angels and fairies? The, yes, the inspirational the wisdom of the angels and fairies. Interesting. Where can they find you, Joe? Uh, you guys, if you want to contact me, I'm on Twitter at Joe Sanagato. And I'm at the Kate Wolf. And if you want a tarot card reading, I had to raise my prices. I'm going to only raise it a little bit for now. It's $40 now for a tarot card reading. It will be going up probably in a couple months. So if you want the $40 one, get it in now. Um, and you can email me kwolf27 at gmail.com. Oh, that's fun. I want to, we should swap reading. Please. I would love to have, <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, I, we're going to have a healing switch if that's okay. Yeah, I would love course. to read for you. I'll rattle to that. Yay. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. <laughs> Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.